Coming up, Disney te- begins testing magic bands with guests in the park this month. And Disney also announced they will be investigating reported abuses of the guest assistance cards. We're going to have our ongoing coverage of our seven resorts in seven nights segment. This week, we're focusing on Coronado Springs and Fort Wilderness. And we're going to have a special guest from Disney Cruise Line to talk to us about this year's Alaska sailings. All that coming up on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, specializing in helping you plan the perfect Disney World, Disneyland, or Disney Cruise Line vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming to you from the Disney Wonder, I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined by my good friends and my producer, Dustin West, our associate producer, Sean Thompson. And, of course, back on the controls, the ever-talented associate producer, Craig Williams. With a lovely backdrop. (laughs) And a lovely smile, I must say. Oh, thank you so much. Um, We are actually right now sitting on the um, aft balcony on Deck 7 on the Wonder. And what you see behind us is the inside passage. We're on the last day of our seven-night sailing uh, to Alaska. An amazing, amazing experience that we've had. We're going to talk more about that in a little bit, but we are so thrilled to be able to do this show from here. Look at what we're seeing yeah. here. Um, Craig's Craig's shot in particular, I think, is really, really good. It, it keeps changing because one minute the, the cool scenery will be on that side of the ship. He's facing one way, and then, you know, the one next minute, minute it's behind us. it'll be behind us. But so uh, we'll just try to keep cutting back and forth so you guys can see the cool stuff. We are, uh, we are exhausted. <laughs> we have, you know, we did a week in Alani. We have done now a week here. Uh, following this, we have a couple of nights in Vancouver before heading on to Los Angeles to do the first of the 2013 Diz exclusive Adventures by Disney backstage God, magic trips. To that. And uh, we're real excited about that. This is going to be like, I think, my eighth or my ninth. Backstage magic. Oh, no, you have, you have one of those, like, punch cards, right? I Where do. you get one free? Get one free after five. <laughs> it's like the Cove Cafe. Um, uh, in housekeeping, just want to get a couple things out of the way. We want to remind everyone about the New England Diz Meet coming up the weekend of June 28th in Lemonster, Massachusetts. That's, all, of course, to raise money for Give Kids the World. And uh, we also have one coming up in Nova Scotia on August 10th. And the Indi- Indianapolis Meet on September 7th. All of those to raise money for Give Kids the World. We've been raising a lot of money this year for a very worthwhile uh, organization. If you're in the area, we're going to be doing uh, many members of the team. Actually, in uh, New England, the entire team is going to be there. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be recording our show. We do that at every one of these meets. We take the the, the setup on the road. road. And uh, we'll be doing our show. So if you want to see a show live, Help raise money for Give Kids the World if you're in the Massachusetts, Indianapolis, or Nova Scotia area this summer. Come out and see us. Help us raise money for Give Kids the World. Uh, We'll have links to uh, information about that and everything we talk about on the show, disunplugged.com. I'm looking forward to those meets. Yeah, those will be a lot of fun. They're always fun. I love meeting those people. Our New Jersey meet, our New Jersey meet, almost $15,000 raised there. So um, and uh, you know the the folks in the folks in New England do an amazing job. This the team of folks that that put that together. Right. Um, you know uh, the team in Nova Scotia that's putting that together. I, I give them huge props. Uh, I give them all huge props, but Nova Scotia in particular because you know we don't have a huge listener base in Nova Scotia. So what Evelyn did, the woman Evelyn McNamara who coordinated right. this, what she did was she got the town involved. And these folks knew nothing about the Diz. They knew nothing about Give Kids the World. And she kind of went out and got the whole town involved. And now they're, they're going to do their second year. And, you know, what a, what a, what a, great, what a, what a great effort to put in yeah. for a good cause. So DizUnplugged.com, links to that. If you're in the area, please join us uh, for any one of those meets. We'll be doing live shows at each one of them. Um, and that's really all I have in housekeeping. 
Because I have no idea what's been going on. I've been, I've been, I've been gone for the two weeks. The internet's been so bad on the ship, so we, oh, yeah. the internet we on the can't ship, check yeah. anything. You know, look, I'm going to tell you, the wonder has been amazing. The f- everything here has been amazing. The internet, though, and, but that's also just because it's satellite. Yeah. I mean, it's just what it has it nothing is. to do with Disney. Yeah. It's just, you know, satellite internet on a cruise ship. I don't care what line you're on. Isn't very good. Um, and you'd think, you know, I'm, I'm sitting out here in the open air in uh, Alaska. I'd be freezing. I'm it's only wearing this jacket because I want people to see the the Alaska logo. Right. I'm burning up. The so sun is beating down incredibly on us. So me. it's like, yeah. forgive Super me. You've hot. seen the logo. The jacket's got to come off because right. um, I'm dying here. It's like Pete undressing on the show. Really? No, 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 no. We don't. We don't want to do that to the poor people. We like our listeners. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I just, I literally am baking right now. When we set up, it was cloudy, and it's and the weather has been so back and forth since we've been on the cruise. We'll have these spots of sun, and then it'll be like rainy. And it'll be crazy. So um, it's just been all over the place. I know Juno was was really rainy, and now this is uh, this is absolutely beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. People right are now. finally out on deck uh, in the lounge chairs. <laughs> so, all right, well, let's uh, wrap up with housekeeping. Get on to the news. Uh, first, Magic Bands being tested in the parks as part of the test and adjust process for My Magic Plus. A test involving guests will begin on site June twentieth. Selected guests will be contacted beginning as early as June 3rd, inviting them to participate in the test. Participants will touch to enter their rooms, touch to enter the parks, and touch to pay at eligible locations starting uh, upon check-in and continuing through their departure. Um, all eligible parties will depart by July 6th. Um, Eligible guests check-in date as of June 20th, 21st, or 22nd, and staying at Walt Disney World accommodations at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge Jumbo House or Disney's Contemporary Resort only. Um, so if you, huh. are, if you are traveling on those dates, a very specific window here, but it's important because they are finally starting guest testing of the My Magic Plus. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I know there's been a lot of... Uh, a lot of brouhaha about my magic plus yeah. i'm interested to see how this goes i'm happy that they're testing with guests so early i wasn't sure when that was going to happen but exactly this is good i think exactly get people to use them and see how they work see how they work yeah i just i thought it would have uh thought it would have been in place a little bit earlier but, but like we've said this whole time they're taking their time they're making sure it's right they're making sure it's working yeah and and you know at the end of the day if they had rushed this out to production and it wasn't working right and things weren't going yeah. right, they'd be skewered. That's right. So you know what? They're taking their time. They're doing it right. And let's see how the test and adjust works there. Uh, moving on to our next story. This has been an ongoing story. Uh, Disney has initiated a review of guest, guest assistance card abuse after a reporter's undercover investigation into the practice of hiring disabled tour guides. NBC News hired two different tour guides off of Craigslist's who use their guest assistance card to access alternate entrances and lines for quicker access to attractions. One guide who got her pass after a car accident charged $50 an hour. The other guide, who declined to state his injury or condition, charged a flat $200. When confronted later, both guests, both guides were unapologetic. Disney has begun cracking down and is sending out warning letters to anyone advertising their services online. Any disabled tour guides caught in the act will have their guest assistance cards revoked and be banned from the parks. Uh, Disney said in a statement, quote, we find it deplorable that people would hire the disabled to abuse accommodations that were designed to permit our guests with disabilities to enjoy their time in the parks. We have initiated a review of this abuse and will take appropriate steps to deter this type of unacceptable activity. So let me just say this. I don't think there is any organization on earth that goes as far as Disney goes in terms of accommodating the disabled. And you've heard us talk about our friend Skip Potter, who has cerebral palsy, is wheelchair-bound. One of the most profound things Skip ever said to me was that Walt Disney World was the only place that he could go where he did not feel being in a wheelchair impeded him. Because Disney went so far and so far and above the uh, what, what's required by law, um, 
And so that this kind of abuse is going on, these people who are doing this should be ashamed of themselves. I'm sorry. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. And I'm glad Disney is, is cracking down on them. I'm glad, I'm, you know, it's... Uh, the American Association of People with Disabilities noted Disney's amazing track record on accommodating guests with disabilities, but agreed the practice is abusive and should be stopped. So Yeah, it should be. I think it's... Now, what, uh, the next story I find very interesting this week is that, you know, last week we talked about Universal raising their prices on a one-day ticket. And we said that, you know, it was very likely Disney was going to do the same, and they have. Effective June 2nd, a one-day ticket to the Magic Kingdom will be $95 plus tax, while a one-day ticket to any other Disney theme park, <coughs> Florida theme park, excuse me, will be $90. I don't think they've ever done this. That w- one park is a different price than the other one three? Pri- yeah. One park is a different price than the others. Uh, the biggest price increase comes in the Premier Passport, which is valid for all Florida and California parks. The Premier Passport will be nine seventy nine plus tax, up from eight forty nine. Um, I'm a Premier Pass holder, and I got to be honest with you, I'm I don't have a problem with that price increase. I you know I'm out in it's California. It's a pretty big a increase, though. It is a big increase, but when you stop, when you take a look, if you're out in California enough, yeah. And of course, I live in Florida, so I'm in those parks a lot. But if you look at those, uh, the price of those annual passes and the perks you get, especially out at Disneyland right now, uh, with your annual, it's, so, it's, it's worth it. I can't say it's not. I'm, um, I realize $1,000 for an annual pass is a lot of money, yeah. but you're getting both coasts. You're getting both coasts. So as far as I'm concerned, I've got a problem with it. And, but right now, you know what? I'm sitting here, and the world is great, and everybody's great, and I got the, I just spent the week in Alani. Right. I'm, I'm sitting on the back of the ship right now. Everything is wonderful. So, I don't know. Two weeks from now, I may be pissed off that it's $979, but right now, I'm really, eh, whatever, it's fine. I still have to renew mine, so now I don't get, That's the, right. I don't get, the, I don't get the renewal rate. No, you got to pay. It's too late. we got to pay full boat for you. All right, we had an opportunity to uh, visit with some of our friends in Palo for a chocolate tasting. I don't know what part of that sentence is better than the other, Palo or chocolate tasting, but we'll let you be the judge. Take a look at what we saw. Hi everyone, I'm Dustin West here with the uh, Diz Unplugged, and I am here joined by Ross, who is a small yay here at Palo aboard the Disney Wonder, and we're doing a chocolate tasting. We're also uh, looking at beverages, uh, some some wines and whiskeys that go along with some of uh, these wonderful chocolate creations here at Palo. Uh, Ross does normally does the chocolate tasting seminars on board, so we're going to kind of do a, a flash version of that and kind of give the history of, of all of this. And, and, and see some of this wonderful chocolate stuff here. Yeah. Okay. Well, welcome to Palo. Uh, as you can see, this is the chocolate tasting. It's a new product that we're doing at the moment. Uh, it's something different, especially for the Alaska season. It's a little bit colder outside, so we've got some new products. Um, so what we're going to do, we'll talk the basics of chocolate, because most of you probably don't know that, uh, which is basically it started around 2,000 years ago. Uh, the Aztecs and the Mayans were producing uh, chocolate, but it was very, very different. It was a liquid drink. Um, a little bit like hot chocolate, but it was bitter. Uh, it wasn't sweet, it wasn't flavoured. Uh, it was just the cocoa beans ground up with water, and it was a hot beverage. Uh, but the reason they had it was for fighting. Uh, they would supply their armies with this drink, and they said that it would give enough energy for one soldier for one day for one cup. So basically, Red Bull of today. Um, <laughs> so that's the uh, Aztecs and the Mayans in South America We're producing this drink. Uh, then it evolved a little bit. Um, there was a Spanish king that came across to South America. He found what they were doing. He saw that they were using the cacao beans as a currency. Uh, they were paying their taxes. Uh, they were paying for their bills. So if you wanted to buy some food, maybe a rabbit or a chicken, you'd give one cacao bean. Uh, if you wanted to buy a slave, you'd have 100 cacao beans and you could buy a slave. Uh, so that's how they were paying their bills. So the, friend, uh, the Spanish king, he saw that's what was going on. So he started planting many cocoa fields because he could see you could make money from planting cocoa. I wish you could do that today. Right. Money doesn't grow on trees. But it did back 2,000 years ago. So they started planting mani. Uh, So you can see mani turned into money and that's what happened. So the cocoa beans were currency. Uh, They were also making this very bitter drink which they were using as their superpower uh, and the Spanish king saw this as a positive. So he took it 
started using it, he then married a French princess. Um, so the French princess obviously was involved with France, so the French found out about this beverage. Uh, then Columbus, he found out about it and he started sweetening with sugar cane from Asia. So that's the next step. So we've now got a sweeter chocolate beverage. Uh, then it evolved a few stages more around the late 18 and early 1900s. Uh, very important change was that they found that they could get the cocoa butter from inside the bean. Okay. Uh, so white chocolate is actually uh, cocoa butter flavoured with vanilla. It's not really chocolate as such as cocoa butter, where the, the milk and the dark, they have uh, cocoa powder added to make right. the colour. Uh, where the white, this is just uh, cocoa butter with flavouring. So then Mr. Cabris, in the early 1900s, being British, uh, he went out and made the first chocolate bar that we know as chocolate today. So it went from a liquid drink to a chocolate bar. Uh, now it's evolved a little bit more and you have these premium products, the Godivers. Uh, this one in front of us is Valorana, which is supposed to be used for pastry chefs only. Okay. Um, but today we're using it for tasting because of the quality. Um, it's the highest quality chocolate uh, for our guests to experience because it's quite unusual and it lasts much longer. You'll see when we taste it, it stays melted for a long time. Uh, with the less expensive chocolates, uh, they dry out quicker and become brittle. For pastries and desserts, you need the higher quality. So that's okay. a brief history in a couple of minutes. Uh, normally right. we talk a little bit more. Of course. That's where we got to now. So we've got fantastic chocolate with some fantastic beverages. Uh, we've got Tatanja Rosé Champagne, which is this one here. Uh, traditional champagne, rosé style. Uh, it's going to be very, very... Uh, dry on the palate, but when we have it with the chocolate, you're going to see a different side to it. So it's good for the guests to try new things, uh, experiment and learn. Then we've got a red wine. Uh, the one we're using today is uh, Chapelet Cervantes, which is a Bordeaux blend. Um, so it's the great varieties from Bordeaux, but grown in Napa Valley. So that's a great wine. And then we're going to have a port. So this is a 10-year port. Very, very sweet, good for after-dinner drinks. Also very good with chocolate, as we'll experience. Fantastic. And the last one is our very special Glenmorangie Sigma. Uh, this is actually a very special blend of many different whiskies, but they actually malt the barley with chocolate, so that's going to be quite interesting oh. for you as well. Something new to try. Yes, I I love whiskey, but I've never had whiskey that's been malted with chocolate. That's Ooh. Okay, I'm excited about this now. That's what it's about, so it's yeah. about trying new things. Yes. So, Dustin, if you go ahead and pick up your rosé champagne, okay. you're going to evaluate it, you're going to tell me what you see. What colour is it? This is uh, almost a salmon pink. We're in Alaska, it's definitely salmon pink. Yes, okay. So it's dry. Very dry, very smooth. The bubbles are gentle? The bubbles are gentle, yeah, it's not too carbonated. Okay. Yeah. So, we now try with the white chocolate. With the white chocolate. So this one. What's going to happen is the white chocolate is going to coat your mouth, uh, the sweetness and the fat is going to cover your mouth, and when you taste the champagne, you tell me what the difference is. Okay. And it's just... Just a little scoop. Yeah, and it's it's still melted. I, I'm not used to that. Is it good? That's unusual, fantastic. Unusual context, having it in a melted form. Right, in the melted form, that is that is bizarre, but it is by far the best white chocolate I've ever had in my life. Okay, now if you try with the rosé champagne. Absolutely. Does it taste different? Definitely, it has, there's a, a spark to it. It pops. So the, the acidity more. levels go down, yeah. and you appreciate the champagne for the flavors. You get more of the crisp raspberries yes. coming through. Um, makes a huge difference. I was very impressed the first time I did this tasting. I didn't think it would be a huge difference, but there is. Um, so that's that one, and as brief as we can go. So right. the sweetness and the dry, crisp acidity balance themselves out, so it's a nice one. Fantastic. What's okay. next? The red wine. Uh, red wine has tannin, uh, which comes from the skins, the pips, and the barrels. Uh, some people don't like tannin. It's kind of the mouth-drying feeling or the, the right. dusty sensation. Some people don't like that. Uh, so having chocolate with it, we're going to get rid of that. So if you try the, uh, the red wine on its own, um, okay. if you have a look at the color, you should see it's quite dark in color. Yes, it is. So if you gently swirl it and look for the legs or the tears, 
So we're looking for the wine coming back down the glass. So this should be very slow and thick. Yes. So that's nice high alcohol. So okay. sometimes that's good. <laughs> go for the smells. Depending on what kind of night you're trying to have. So the smells right. and the taste. So you get the dark fruits, you get the, uh, the power of the alcohol. It's dark. I do get the power of the alcohol. It's also a little dry. A little dry. So that's the tannins. Yeah. You're gonna have the black currants, the cassis. Uh, it's a traditional cab kind of style from Napa. If you try with the chocolate, it's up to you which one. You got the dark, the white, or the caramel. And um, you can just pick up a piece and. Oh, the, the solid. Which, yeah. What would you recommend with the? With the I red? like the the dark, but uh, the caramel is very good. They're all good. Um, I'll, I'll try the dark. It's this one right yeah. here. So just pick it up, and you're going to have some of the melted chocolate with the hard chocolate for different texture. Okay. First of all, that's the dark chocolate's my favorite. And that's amazing. <laughs> so you've got the melted chocolate again, which yes. is unusual. Um, right. We're speeding up the process by melting it so it covers the mouth. Uh, yes. Then when you have the wine, it's going to be quite different, hopefully. So okay. Try your wine again and see what you think. It tastes like a grape. Tastes like a grape, so you're appreciating more <laughs> yeah. of the fruit coming through. So almost yeah. the tannins have disappeared because the layer of chopped around your mouth, and you appreciate the wine for what it is. Um, right. So that's a great pairing that as well. That was absolutely brilliant. That changed completely from before chocolate and after. Okay. So we're slowly moving into the higher in alcohol now. Okay, great. So this one is the port. If you pick it up, have a look at the color. Describe it to me. It's almost a bright red. Yeah, so kind of ruby in color. Yeah, an amber yeah. ruby. So go for the smells. How does it smell? Again, smells like a raisin or a prune. Raisins and prunes. Yeah. Uh, but you can feel the alcohol in the nose. It smells sweet. If you want to go for the taste. Clearly more high in alcohol. Okay, um, so you got the burn. And again, more of a raisin flavor or okay. a flavor okay so the recommendation is the caramel with the port okay I'll give it a shot mm. good caramel good caramel so it's sweet yes. it's a lot less bitter than the dark chocolate because right. the cacao levels are lower uh, but when you try with the ports, the alcohol level should go down. So you're gonna. Okay. It's oh. gonna be more about the beverage now. Okay, I'll give it a shot. So if we're in Palo, chocolate souffle and port is gonna go really, really well. I didn't try that the other night. I can try it tonight. I'll have to do it tonight. All right, here we go. You're absolutely right. The, the. Uh, the sting of the alcohol mm -hmm. almost disappears. It yeah, it's not there. It could be quite dangerous. Yes, it could be. So I'm I'm getting those those raisin flavors again, but much more intense. It's like uh, fruit and nut chocolate now. Right. Absolutely. So Cadbury's fruit and nut in a glass. Absolutely. That was fantastic. Okay. Okay. So this is the one I've been looking forward to. Cool. <laughs> well, some people don't like whiskey in the tasting. We get a lot of the women saying we don't like whiskey. Right. After four glasses, they like whiskey, so it's all good. <laughs> So if you want to take it, pick it up, have a look at the color. What do we say it is? Amber? It is, yes. It has an amber, much darker than, well, not darker, more yellow than most whiskeys. Yeah, so it's, it's got this amber-yellow color to it, which comes of age. Uh, some of the less expensive whiskeys, they actually add caramel to get this color. Okay. This one was completely barrel-influenced, uh, so you've got the yellow coming from the oak. And uh, it's a blend of several whiskies, one of them being the malted chocolate. So if you smell it, it should smell kind of sweet on the nose. Um, it's a it single does. malt, uh, Glen Marger product, one of their premium ones. So it's a very good whiskey. We sell it by the glass of $35. So you have $35 worth just there. So this oh. tasting for the guests is uh, a great one to try. So. Fantastic, yes. And, and, and what is this for the guests? Is this, uh, what is this? $30 per person. $30 per person, wow. So they get Satinger champagne, a nice red wine, a port, and a whiskey, and chocolate, and they get to listen to right. me. Of course, I'm not finishing these drinks, <laughs> but yeah, this is well worth it. Okay, let me give this uh, a taste. taste. 
feel the burn? It is not smooth, that's for sure. It's uh, so it's 46% in alcohol. So it's, it's definitely, wow. Okay, yeah, that's got to burn. It's got to burn. But the aftertaste is really, really interesting. It kind of, once the burn disappears, you get these kind of cinnamon chocolate notes. Um, I am, yes. Good. Okay. So, the final test. Try with the dark chocolate and see if it uh, calms it down a little bit. Dark chocolate? This one's got dark ah, chocolate. Ah, okay. And a little espresso. There we go. Well, this is nice. Well, first of all, that just coats your whole mouth. So, yeah. it, so we, hopefully it's going to calm the burn and the power down and you're going to appreciate the whiskey a little bit more, maybe. All right, let's give it a shot. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> it's still definitely it whiskey. full power whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a proper scotch. Uh, it's got exactly what we want in the UK. Right. Keep us warm at winter. In Absolutely. Alaska, glass of this on your balcony would be fantastic. But I tell you what, I never would have thought of having chocolate with whiskey. Yeah. Uh, chocolate and whiskey seems to be a new best friend to me. So. Yes. Absolutely. But as you can see, every single uh, different beverage with the chocolates changes. Uh, so it's a lot of fun for the guests. Uh, some of them, they've been saying, we've never had a $90 bottle, uh, $90 bottle of wine before. So it's great for the guests to try new things. Uh, and then maybe they come to the dining room and purchase this product. So it's good for everybody. So it's all about education. Right, exactly. Well, thank you, Ross. This is Dustin West, producer of the Diz Unplugged, signing off. We hope you have a great day and see you next time. Thank you. All right, we are back, and uh, we are joined right now by Ray Smell, the cruise director here on the Disney Wonder. Ray, thank you so much for joining You're us. You're welcome. Thanks for inviting and, me. Uh, we, I have to tell you, we have had an absolutely amazing time on this cruise. This is my third time doing the Alaska oh, wow. uh, sailing, and uh, just seems to get better and better every year. <laughs> and uh, talk to me a little bit about what is different about these Alaska sailings versus some of the other sailings and itineraries that the Wonder does. Sure, sure. What's very exciting is, first of all, being back uh, sailing out of Vancouver. It's a beautiful city. Absolutely. Really, it's very uh, easy for guests to get around and to get to the ship. So just sailing out of Vancouver, first of all, is, is, is an amazing experience. Beautiful sail out as well when we do the sail away. Um, but, of course, this itinerary is, is, is a lot about the ports that we get to visit. First of all, it's the natural beauty of getting to the ports. I mean, you've seen the amazing channels and Incredible. Uh, things yeah. we sailed past. We also have a naturalist on board who gives uh, presentations we on some that. of the things you can expect to see. So the bird life along the way, the marine wildlife, uh, the glaciers and, and, and how all that works. And uh, today he did a presentation about the whales, too. And hopefully we might even get to see some whales this afternoon. That'd be so, nice. Besides the destination, just <laughs> <laughs> besides the destination, just actually getting there is an experience on its own. You know, so used to when we when we do the cruises, we focus on all the entertainment being inside the ship. But here, a big part of the cruise is being out on the open right. decks, absolutely, um, and teaching the kids as well about patience and how to spot wildlife and identifying different kinds of wildlife so a very different educational experience as well on board the ship but in addition to that all the uh, regular entertainment activities we have on board inside the ship too and then to top it all off is the amazing destinations so historical ports of call I mean visiting America's last frontier and just going up to the glaciers and doing some of the amazing port adventures that we have arranged in the ports of call so it really is a bundle of a cruise well talk to me about some of those port adventures I mean you really do have some unique uh, y unique opportunities there. Uh, we were we were actually scheduled to do uh, the Disney exclusive uh, dog musher dog right. sledder for a day. Right. Unfortunately, the weather uh, in Juneau yeah. that day was rainy. was not was not conducive to us getting on a helicopter. Sure. But uh, you have you know some really very different types of uh, shore excursions. Yeah, so we do. We have some amazing port adventures. Uh, in uh, Skagway, we do the train that goes uh, all the way up to the White Pass, and we do add a, a Disney twist on some of our excursions. Some of our Disney friends actually accompany the children on some of the tours, too, so a lot of signature experiences. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, that, that was one of the things I think I enjoyed most about planning this, was mm -hmm. looking at some, uh, so many of the different excursion right. experiences that were that was really disappointed but you know as as our shore excursion person said to us safety first absolutely uh, if we're not comfortable that you know safety begins with me absolutely <laughs> uh, good cast member <laughs> um 
starts with S but begins with you. Yes. <laughs> yes. What else? What else happens on the ship? Uh, you know, during these during these sailings. So what's also exciting about this itinerary is that we get to stock up on local fresh produce as we go along the way. Yeah. So I'm sure you've experienced the seafood on board this cruise yes. as well. It's been incredible. We get to, as again, you know, when we sail in different areas, that's something that's really unique to that particular cruise. So last night's menu, the taste of Alaska. But um, I'm sure you've spoken to your dining team, the hotel director, about all that fun stuff. But yeah, uh, for us, uh, again, from our side, we get an opportunity to bring extra guest entertainers on board too. So uh, we have a hypnotist on this cruise. Ricky Kelman did some great shows last night. Michael Harrison. So we, we, we do stack up a lot of entertainment. Yeah, we've, I've seen some. You know, It's funny you mentioned the food and, and the entertainment. Those are two things that I really noted on this cruise. Uh, the food is some of the best I've had on this ship. And considering this is my 24th sailing oh, with wow, Disney. that's amazing. That's saying something. Um, and the entertainment, especially the, um, I, can't, I can't remember the guy's name, in the Cadillac Lounge. We're down there all the time. It's the piano Phenomenal. player. Seth, yeah. Yeah, Seth. Seth, yes. Yes. Right. Seth he's, Gibson. He's, he's, we're, we're thrilled with, with him. I mean, yeah. the atmosphere in that lounge every night is, you can't get a seat. No. no. Yeah, yeah. It's been, the Cadillac's been full. We need a yes. limo Cadillac. You know, it's been <laughs> right, exactly. That's, that was kind of what surprised me was that, yeah. wow, you yeah, you get really in there early, does. otherwise... He creates a following early in the cruise, yes, and people just just uh, me, uh, you gravitate towards him. He does and a great job. Kind of seeing that, kind of seeing that all through the ship. Um, but now, so there's a much more relaxed pace on this cruise as well. It is. Uh, people really do seem to just relax a lot more. Well, uh, and I also want to touch base on the youth activities program too. We do a lot of signature um, adventures for the children on this cruise too. So we okay. have different uh, worksheets that we give them for the ports of call. So give them historical facts, but fun ways mm-hmm. of learning learning about the totem poles and, and all that good stuff, too. Wow. So they do, we do tailor make uh, the youth activity programs for them as well. Well, one of the things I really like about this particular itinerary is that you have, you have some nice time at sea and a nice mix of time in port. And even your time in sea, uh, at sea, you have that one day at Tracy Arm. The, yes. the best day at sea ever. <laughs> it's a very well-paced cruise. You've got the sea day in the beginning to get yourself ready for it. You've got the Tracy Arm sort of a half day. And then you hit the ports. Nice long times in all the ports. Nice, yeah, yes. great. And then great another relaxing day at sea on the way back to get, you know, packed and get your pace no, ready. Why. We haven't started yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Tonight, that's fine. And we have all this equipment to pack up. and. Uh, <laughs> but uh, this is nothing. Remember the old days, big cameras. Are this is I know. Great. Well, this yeah. is mobile studio here. That's, uh, that's, thanks, that's thanks to this guy. We got it nice and portable. Everything can go on the plane yeah, with us. Yeah, that's easy. But um, the, uh, I, I'm really happy to see, A, that, as you mentioned before, Disney's coming out of Vancouver now. Um, and next year again, 2014, nice. we'll be back. Phenomenal, phenomenal port of call. But just how well received uh, this itinerary has been. That, you know, people, it's really popular. People are loving it. People we're talking to on the cruise are just raving about doing this. Like I said, this is my third time. Yes. Um, Twice with Disney, once not with Disney. And I can make a great comparison between this product and, and other products, but... We're so thrilled to be here. You know, for many years, our, our Castaway Club repeat cruisers told us they wanted to go to Alaska. For many years. And we just another example of how we react on our guest requests. And we came up here the very first time in 2011. And it was so popular. And we've been coming back. And as you can see, the ship is full. And we're coming back next season. So... Uh, it's one it, of my favorite things ever since the dream and fantasy have come on board. We've had this opportunity to go to these more interesting. Yeah, the classic yeah. ships are really branching out. There's yeah, some great so itineraries. And the Magic just arrived in Barcelona. They're just starting their first Mediterranean yeah. cruise today. Yeah, um, um, yeah and that's, uh, that's my thing. Is like I'm torn between <laughs> next year, do I do this? Well, we've got some great cruises there. We're going to Greece. We're going to Dubrovnik. We're going to some amazing places. I know, there. Dubrovnik. Overnighting in Venice now in the next right. couple of weeks. So. Yeah, right. It's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Lots of things. You could to be sitting from. on the back of the the deck seven of the Disney Magic, having Venice outside on them. Well, if if <laughs> if, if they'll let me, <laughs> if they'll let me, I'll do it. But uh, Ray, thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. You really welcome. appreciate it. Cruise has been absolutely amazing. Your staff has been, they're always great. But I got to tell you, I think on this cruise, uh, abs- uh, just first rate. Thank you very much. Absolutely first rate. We have had such an amazing experience. Start to the top, our captain, and he's an an amazing man. So he sets the tone for the whole ship. And it shows. Thank you. Ray, thanks so much. Thank you. Take care now. See you on the 25th cruise, yeah? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. We are back. We want to uh, say thank you again to Ray Smale, the cruise director here on the Disney Wonder, for joining us. Um, we want to. I want to spend some time talking about this past week. Right. Uh, with each of these, we're 
talking about what our favorite things were uh, over the last week. I, and honestly, on this cruise, I have about 50. Um, first and foremost, let me say something. Oh, look, look what we got here. Look what we got here. Cut to Dustin. Oh, cut to Sean. Thank you. And cut to Craig. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go You're ahead. good. You're a good, Song Paul. Pretty Song pleased. Paul's been taking great care of our team uh, Thank this you very week much. up at the uh, Signals Bar in the adult area yep. of, the, uh, of the ship. Um, one, of my, one of my big complaints with this ship in years past has been the food. And I've got to be honest, I got, the food this trip, I think, has been... Outstanding. Yes. We've had some amazing meals in the dining rooms. Of course, we've had some amazing meals in Palo, but that goes without saying. But, I, you know, uh, Ray was talking about they're, they're locally sourcing a lot of food now in each port. And it's really, I think it's really showing up in the quality of what is going on mm-hmm. on the plate. Especially he was mentioning seafood, I, I think. I mean, you can't get it much fresher. Than here in Alaska. Than here, yeah, exactly. And, and right when it's in season, and and I love that. I love that Disney does that. Bring those vendors on board. Well, that's that's uh, uh, that's something new. They didn't do that. You know, those of you who were paying attention to my first review of the Mediterranean, Disney was bringing all the food for those sailings over with them. Really? On the uh, on the transatlantic. And so what was being served was absolutely atrocious. When you're going into these great ports in Italy and and France, and you're not stocking. So it's nice to see them doing that here. Um, And it really has shown in the quality of of the food. My other favorite thing this week has been jewelry shopping. Um, When we were in Skagway, and forgive me, I cannot remember the name of the store in Skagway, but it's all owned by the same family. It was Miner's Gem. Miner's Gems in Skagway, and then it was Spectrum Jewelry. In Ketchikan. In Ketchikan, uh, uh, and that's right next to the Lumberjack Show, for those who are in that area. And a woman by the name, well, in in Skagway, it was Corinne, who is a Puerto Rican Jew from New Jersey who... (laughs) Works part-time in Los Angeles as an actor and comedian. She's hilarious. <laughs> you had me a Puerto Rican Jew, okay? Um, and then Mita, who's the wife of the owner. Yes. Uh, we met her in... Ketchikan. Uh, 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 Ketchikan, thank you. Yeah. And these people have... I, I'm, I'm much lighter financially now. <laughs> but I, I don't know how well it comes up on camera. But look at that. That's a, that's a, a sapphire. Um, and we'll have a photo of that and all other jewels on our show notes page. <laughs> yeah, really, on our show notes page, doesn'tplug.com. I went a little nuts on the jewels this trip, but we got some great deals and really unique pieces, something, you know, pieces I haven't seen, yeah. you don't normally see. And here's the thing, and Disney Cruise Line may not like me saying this, but all of those approved vendors, I mean, there's a benefit to that in terms of you have some protection should anything happen to your purchase when you get home. Right. But all of these places cater to cruise ships. They all offer guarantees. Right. Um, and the places that are approved by the cruise ships are getting, uh, have to pay kickbacks. And so that is showing up in your bottom line price. It's showing up in the price that you pay. You're getting a much better deal uh, by going to some of these quote unquote not approved vendors. Now, I know in the past I've said stick with the approved list, but. You know, Mita and Spectrum Jewelry, uh, not on the, not on the t- quote-unquote approved list right. because they weren't going to pay the kind of kickbacks the cruise ships were asking for. And um, what was really neat was that while we were in there, uh, she had an issue with a customer. Right. The customer was unhappy, uh, very unhappy. And this customer was one of those people who saw an opportunity to try and get something for nothing. She was not happy with her purchase. Mita was offering her, no questions asked, I will give you your money back. But that wasn't enough for this woman. She wanted double her money back. And you had people, including us, in the yeah. store turning on this woman. because well, She, was she like, looked at me. She, like, I, she's up at the counter, like, pointing her finger, saying, shame on you, shame on you, at, at the people that work there. And she looks at me for, like, support. She's validation, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's like, they 
they did this and they did that. Can't you believe? And I just looked at her and said, I don't care. I'm sorry. I don't care. Yeah, and I, I left the store immediately. <laughs> Confrontation. I'm out of yeah, there. Yeah. Confrontation. I'm uncomfortable. I'll be in the bar. I'm so uncomfortable. I'm not taking your side, crazy and lady. You know what, what? What impressed me was, you know, I'm watching the owner of a business try and make it right. Her customer wasn't happy. Whether the customer was right or wrong didn't matter. Customer wasn't happy. She tried to make it right. She offered her the best she could offer, which is, I will give you your money back, no questions asked. Yep. But this woman wanted double her money back. And so that really impressed me. And I, I bought some pieces. I put my money where my mouth is. Spectrum Jewelers in uh, Ketchikan, Miner's Gems in uh, uh, Skagway. They have a bunch of other different stores throughout, uh, you know, Caribbean and, 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 and whatnot. It's all under the moniker Passions by Gary Kay. Right. They're so. all, uh, actually, a couple of the pieces that I bought were designed by Mita. Yeah, that's why you were so excited to meet her that I day. I was very excited. The, the, the one ring I got, I got this beautiful rose gold ring yeah. with a carrot and a half chocolate diamond. And it's absolutely beautiful and not something you're going to see when you walk into Diamonds International or any of these other stores. And that's what I loved about it. It was unique. It was different. Yeah. And I wanted to meet her. So, and God bless Mita. She then sold me the matching bracelet right. <laughs> that went with my rings. <laughs> oh, my God. And she's evil because she'll defer milling. <laughs> <laughs> she says, oh, I'll bill you next month for it. I'm like, oh, you're killing me. But you know what? It worked. And I, 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 uh, I, got, I got some great pieces. Yeah. Um, so that was definitely a highlight uh, for me. Uh, a highlight of this itinerary uh, is always the day at Tracy Armfjord. That's yeah. where you get to go see the glacier. You don't get off the ship for that. But uh, as, as Ray was saying, they have the naturalist that is on the PA system kind of talking about everything you're looking at. Um, you, you know, and it's cold. You're at a glacier, so it's going to be cold. And... They're up there with hot chocolate and specialty yeah. coffee drinks, and there are blankets. There are, I got one underneath my desk right now. Uh, there are these blankets all over the place on deck to cover up. It's such um, a different experience than what I'm used to on a yeah. cruise ship. I almost, I almost wish we were recording that day uh, because yeah. here, even though we're, we're really close to land throughout this entire voyage, that it's – I mean, you're, you're only – Maybe a couple, I mean, not a couple feet, but you're really close to just giant well, not a couple rock. feet, but you're. Yeah. Yeah, giant rock face mountains. But also, you can see all the wildlife. So we saw bears and yeah. otter or seals. Yeah. And it was, it was amazing. And I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have some video of it. So you'll, you'll have an idea, and that, that'll go up for our, our, you know, our, our July time frame. Right, uh, right. When we talk about this. That's, and just to remind everybody <clears throat> um, uh, the full uh, review of the, of the experience. For the uh, Alaska cruise, will be July 23rd. July 16th, we're going to be talking about our stay in Olani. Uh, July 23rd, we'll be talking about the right. Alaska cruise. July 30th, uh, our Adventures by Disney trip, which is coming up next week. <laughs> Get um, ready. <laughs> Dustin, what was your favorite things this past week? Yeah, I've had a lot of great experiences, but I think one of the things that both or me and Craig and Sean and even you have, have uh, experienced through this is the uh, Alaskan Brewing Company. It's one of my absolute favorite things. Well, uh, I enjoyed the food. Well, absolutely. absolutely. Food, food was excellent. Oh, that was at, that was at Skagway Brewing. At Skagway Company. Brewing. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. That's right. This, this is a, a very popular brand here in this region, uh, Alaskan Brewing Company. They have countless different uh, types uh, of ales and stouts and IPAs. Um, but you see it all over the place. They even, you were talking about the food being brought on board from these local. They're bringing on the beer. We, yeah, we were we were stopped in uh, Ketchikan, and early in the morning they had a they had a guy, big burly guy with a beard, uh, replacing the tap from what was like Stella or something, and they replace it with an Alaska Brewing Company uh, beer on on all the bars. So they're they're and bringing. You guys got in, so excited. Oh, about we were that. Really oh my gosh, three of you were just out of your minds. And when we were in Ketchikan, the coolest thing is they they have. For all their different types of beers, they have these these different logos and different artwork, and and they have this uh, this one store there that has just merchandise galore. And I think we went crazy at that shop. You got some great pieces. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they had wall art, they had T-shirts, they had coasters, uh, you name it. Um, it's 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 really cool. These are great beers. Uh, it it it's just absolutely fantastic. So I've been really enjoying following uh, this particular brewing company. 
throughout this trip. Well, the thing is that at that store, the Alaskan Brewery uh, Depot, actually, is you can take a tour bus and it will drive you to the brewery, the actual brewery. And I think it costs like $16 for a day or now, something the brewery like that. is in Ketchikan, right? Um, I believe this was in Juneau. Oh, where it the was, store Ju- was in Juneau. Oh, in Juneau. Oh, you're right. Getting, no, it was Juneau. The store was in Juneau. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you get on this bus, and they take you to the brewery, and you can go s- try all their different beers that they have on tap there for just one one price. Yeah. So, so it, other than the beer. <laughs> I, was, I was just about to say. It's sad. My favorite thing is the beer. Um, it's uh, not surprising, but yes, it is you a know, little sad. Obviously, I agree with you. Tracy Armfjord uh, and going to see the glacier and seeing that rapidly evolving landscape as you're, you're cruising down the inside passage at one of the most breathtaking things I've ever seen. It's untouched, unspoiled, and it's absolutely beautiful. Epic. That, the, the only word I can use to describe yeah. that experience is epic beauty. And it's so not what I'm used to in a cruise experience, especially when you're going in the Caribbean. Uh, you know, you don't see land like this. You, it's, it's just absolutely beautiful and even though it's kind of far away from us right now we're in we're in a wider passage well if you cut to if you cut to craig's shot yeah, you can see some you can kind of see some of it there going past us but that's yeah. even pretty far away but when most i'm sorry go ahead when, when you're on the cruise here i know the cameras might not do it justice but just being able to see this absolutely beautiful nature this absolutely beautiful wonderful place constantly throughout the cruise there's not a moment that goes by where you just feel like you're out on the open sea. You're constantly surrounded by nature and it's all its beauty here in Alaska. Uh, that's been my favorite thing about this cruise, and it's been the one thing that separates it from, I think, any other itinerary that I've been on. But no, absolutely. Same here. But uh, that's one of the reasons I'm excited about doing the show uh, on video now. Yeah. Because, you know, I've talked about the Alaska cruise before, but I really haven't been able to show it yeah. the way we're going to be able to show it when we do our July 23rd show. Um, the amount of video that has been captured on this trip uh, between Dustin and Craig is ridiculous. Uh, the photos that uh, Sean's been taking. Um, yeah, I've been doing some stuff too, but <laughs> these guys are these guys are carrying the weight, no question. Um, I, I'm really excited to be able to show that stuff off yeah. on video um, uh, on that show because it really is. I mean, it's just ridiculous how beautiful it is here. And like I said, this is the last night of, of our Alaska cruise, and we're yeah. in Vancouver for a few days of downtime tomorrow, and then off to Los Angeles to start the next piece. But uh, I'm really sad to see this end. Yes. I really am. I mean, this has been amazing. Uh, Sean, what about you? What, what's your favorite, uh, favorite pieces of the last, last week? Um, I'm sure it's no surprise, but just like Dustin, I found a brewery that I really liked uh, in Skagway, actually. Skagway Brewing Company. It's actually what you mentioned, where we had the food. Um, it was this cute little... Uh, Small brewery, and they had like five different beers. IPA is my favorite type of beer, so yeah. they had their own IPA, special. For those IPA. who don't know, IPA India Pale Ale. It's a little more hoppy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And again, they had the matching merchandise. Yes, yeah, so we all got with T-shirts. <laughs> I feel like that makes it better, doesn't it? Oh, it absolutely. Does. Oh, give me all the logo merchandise, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they had a different shirt for every type of beer they had. <laughs> I'm um, wearing mine right now. But yeah, Craig is wearing his actually, um, and I'm wearing the hat that I got. Yeah. Um, but just Skagway in general, we did an excursion there that was a Jeep Yukon adventure. And it was just the most amazing thing that I've ever done in my entire life. We got to drive on the roads in Yukon, Canada. So we were about 10 minutes away from the border. You had to bring your passports for this We excursion. had our passports. Because I thought most of it was going to be in Alaska. But we just went into Canada for a little bit. But that was the exact opposite. We were in Canada for maybe, t- or Alaska for maybe 10 minutes. And then the whole thing was in Yukon, Canada. It was in Yukon, okay. And it was so beautiful. The mountains there were just unbelievable. And we actually were pretty lucky. Craig and I actually went on this uh, excursion together. And we got to go in a Jeep with one of the tour guides. So it was just the three of us, Craig and I and the tour guide. And he showed us all the cool stuff that, you know, that's not normally part of the tour. And we yeah. got to pull over wherever we wanted and take pictures and see... You know, see the cool waterfalls and nice yeah, views. Dustin, so, yeah. Dustin and I were not on that excursion because I have, uh, I, uh, early on in this trip, I have apparently done something to my neck. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I'm having a really, really hard time with, uh, I'm in a lot of pain right now uh, in my, the upper left quadrant of my back. And uh, I'm, you know, waiting until I get home, obviously, to go to a doctor. But there, I, I had some real concerns about doing that excursion. Right. 
there was going to be jeep off road. It was also off road, so <clears> we <throat> drove over kind of like this really rocky course. Yeah, it wouldn't have been four good wheel for drive. Me. Yeah, and uh, even though I insisted he not, uh, <laughs> Dustin wanted to stay and make sure I was okay. Well, we so had we had our I own experience. That. We yeah, absolutely. You know, we got to while they were doing that, we got to explore Skagway a little bit. Yeah, more, we did. And I bought more nice. jewelry. <laughs> you did. <laughs> no, really. I, I seriously, I was so out of control this trip. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'll wear, I'll wear all the jewels to the New England meet. <laughs> so just ridiculous. I, I really, I don't regret it. I'm, I don't, it's not like I'm, I'm feeling like I shouldn't have done it, but I bought a lot of stuff. I really did. But I haven't done, I haven't done like a big jewelry shop in years. Right. You know, I'll buy a little piece here and there, but I haven't bought like, no, seriously, folks. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's going to show up on camera or not. That's a five carat sapphire. And... It's ridiculous. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Smaller one there. These two pieces I already had, but I got more in the stateroom. Yeah. If I'd worn them all, it would have looked like Liberace and Elton John had a love child. Well, I, tell you so, what, I tell you what, in all these ports, you know, uh, especially uh, Skagway in particular is very uh, jewel and, and, and jewelry shopping. Well, heavy. That's, every, but but, that's every port yeah, on every cruise ship. Yeah. But but Juno and and Ketchikan specifically, if you venture just a little bit further past the port, you know you're not going to get that cruise ship jewelry experience. I mean, it's going to be all throughout the town. But we were able to find some really cool places, uh, some really interesting neighborhoods and yeah. stuff in Ketchikan and Juno, especially. Craig, Craig and I, when we were in Juno, we were at this bar and uh, we talked to the of bartender. Of course you were. Yes, we were. Uh, but we were talking to the bartender and we asked her, where, where do the locals go? What's cool to see here that's not, you know, in the main stretch right off the cruise ship? Um, and so we got to go walk around. We found a cool bookstore. We went to the Capitol building uh, in Juno. Oh. And it was, it was really nice. And we actually found an antique store. In uh, Ketchikan yesterday, what was that place we went to, the Creek... Um, Creek, Creek Street. Street. Creek Street. Which actually has kind of a, a bad history, I, I realized. Uh, no. So uh, I took a picture of it, and it's this beautiful picture. All these houses are built up on these stilts off of the It was adorable. How could it have a bad history? <laughs> I think sometime in the 1800s, the town of Kedjikan banned prostitution. And it was banned past that creek. And so all of those beautiful colored houses that I took a picture of and posted to Instagram. Well, whorehouses. Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> That's why they had the... Uh, of the course you were attracted to that. <laughs> no, this is actually, I mean, um, Creek Street in, in Ketchikan is uh, lots of little shops. Yeah. I mean, really, I mean, off the beaten path stuff. Absolutely beautiful. So regardless of its history, it's, yeah. it's no, present. It's beautiful. Is yeah. Absolutely, absolutely beautiful. lovely. So... You know, places like that, you know, the two previous times I've been to Ketchikan, I, I, I didn't have that experience. was able to find a piece, a Native American piece for Walter yeah. that uh, I think he's going he's gonna to love. Um, and uh, some great, just some great shopping. Some great shopping. I found some really good shopping in Alaska. I love shopping in Alaska. You really, if you're, if you're a little discerning and you know what you're looking for, you can find some... Yeah. Some awesome we stuff. Some, some cool awesome stuff. deals. So, Gregory, what about you? What, what, what was your... <laughs> what was your... That's what we call him, by the way. We call him Gregory. This is Jonathan. Hold on. Okay. There he is. And Gregory. Hi. And this... I have no pet name. ...is Dustin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am Matilda Maud, but you didn't hear that from me. Gregory, what um, was your favorite part this past week? Well... Mine kind of goes off of what we just talked about with not staying right in the normal area and actually kind of going and talking to locals and finding out what the hidden gems are. Um, I, I like shopping. I don't like jewelry. So getting off the boat, looking at everything that they had, it just didn't really interest me. Well, there are certain circumstances where you like jewelry. We're not going to discuss it on camera. Yeah, no. But there are certain circumstances where you enjoy jewelry, and, and we found one of those circumstances, but okay. Exactly. But, you know, just talking to locals and finding out the real hidden places, that was one of the things I liked most. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes you just got to take a risk and go out on your own and find your own adventure. So, like, when we were in Ketchikan, I walked up a giant long hill about two miles until I found a hiking trail. And then I climbed about another 250 vertical feet up 
and I got one of the greatest pictures that I've Amazing ever taken. Amazing picture that he took while he was up there. I mean, just yeah. ridiculous. Mean, meanwhile, <laughs> in Ketchikan, <Yeah. laughs> we, were, we were at the bar, yeah. and, and you butt-dialed me while you were somehow uh, hiking, and all I heard was... <laughs> well, we're, we're at the bar because I was waiting to have the pieces I had bought yeah. in the jewelry store Which was right next resized. Door. It was right next door. Yeah. And uh, these guys were enjoying... Yeah, many yeah. libations. <coughs> while I waited for my credit card to explode, <laughs> uh, which it didn't, thank God. So you, I, even in Hawaii, Craig, I mean, you were when we were. Um, what, oh, what was that? Waimea uh, waterfall. Waimea. Yeah. Waimea uh, waterfall. I mean, we were we were walking down the path, and and you just you had to hello. Uh, you had to keep going through all these little to, nature I, trails and stuff. Yeah, that's that's yeah. just you. You know, you you like to uh, you like to explore, and I love that you do that. We well, have an yeah. ongoing joke right now about kissing the ring, so that's why. Cut to him. That's why we're doing this. They won't kiss the ring. They won't kiss the ring. Cut to Sean. <laughs> it's not happening. It's not. I happening. appreciate it. It's beautiful. <laughs> so uncomfortable right now. Yeah, we're gonna actually start doing segments. With Sean called I'm so uncomfortable because that is his buzz phrase for everything. I'm not uncomfortable. I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> not right now. It's beautiful now, but yeah. no. Sean's still depressed about the they canceled Smash. Yeah, I am. Look it up. I haven't even seen the finale yet. I know we have to like all all my shows are being recorded. I'm very excited when it's I get home. Because we've been detached from reality for <laughs> the last. Rest two of development weeks. is on Netflix now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The end of Smash. Nashville. Well, I don't watch Nashville. It's really good. You should. It's I, the new Smash. No, the last time, <laughs> the last time you told me to watch the new Smash, it got canceled. Yeah. So, I'm not. You're not leading me down that path again. But uh, suffice it to say, we have had an absolutely amazing, amazing time on this cruise. Let me tell you something else. The crew on this ship is second to none. I was on a Norwegian cruise last year with my mother and Walter and my brother, and while it was a perfectly nice cruise. Uh, the Disney difference is the crew is that that service level that you cannot get anywhere else. It is alive and well. That, that legacy of Disney service, so alive and well here on, on, on Disney Cruise Line. And the same at Alani. And, you know, same at Adventures by Disney. Yeah. And what I'm starting to see is a pattern. All of those are run by the same man, Carl Holtz. Right. And I'm starting to see a pattern here of the things that Carl Holtz runs... Are, are are this are this 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 unbelievable level of service? It's always good on Disney. This trip, I don't know. For me, this trip, especially unbelievably good. I mean, well, I was just telling you this morning. I, I went up to to get a cup of coffee, and it's like I can't go out on deck without running into like the the full supporting cast of this cruise. Yes, and and that involves both crew members and people we've met along all, along the way. But it, it seems like. Every person that has interacted with us that works on this ship remembers my name and, and, and uh, shares an experience okay, with us. We've, there had a, was, we've had a great time with these crew There members. was a, a server that I had on a cruise, I think, maybe seven or eight years ago by the name of John, who is now one of the beverage managers on the ship, yeah. sees me, remembers me by name. I have not seen this man in about seven years. Come on. Yeah. Happens on these ships all the time. Those of you who have done Disney Cruise Line for any length of time, you've had that experience as well. You understand how special that makes you feel. So, yeah, we can look at the price point, the differences between Disney and Royal Caribbean, Norwegian, and how some other products might be less expensive. But at the end of the day, what's important to you? For me, service, service matters. Service matters. And, you know, I, I, I enjoyed my Norwegian cruise last year. There were definitely high points of it. But uh, you know what? I, I'd be hard-pressed not to do Disney again. Right. Not to do Disney again. And I don't, you know, obviously I'm an owner in Dreams Unlimited Travel. I have a vested interest in selling this itinerary. But I'll tell you right now, I would not be sitting here on the back of this ship doing this show if I didn't believe this sailing was worth every dime that was paid. Right. And I will say that we paid full price for our staterooms. We've received no consideration for this cruise, none whatsoever. We've paid the same thing you would pay. So it's, it's been incredible. It's Absolutely. been incredible. Uh, uh, in particular, the staff at Palo, right. Dragon, who's a, uh, 
a big name on the boards. Everybody knows Dragon. If you're yeah. uh, on the uh, cruise line forums on disboards.com, uh, you know who Dragon is. He's one of the managers at Palo. Has been amazing to us. Oh, he's become my new best friend. <laughs> and, of course, you just met Ross, the uh, sommelier at Palo, who did the, uh, the chocolate tasting. Right. Um, and um, Laden, who's been our server at Palo. We've been to Palo a few nights this trip. As, um, as we should. As we should. <laughs> if you can, you should. Uh, just, just incredible. And, you know, honestly, I'm looking at this right now, and I know that I, I can't turn a camera for you guys well, to see. Craig's camera. I camera. mean, more or less, you can get Craig's camera. And, and, and this shot's not going to do it any justice. How absolutely stunning what it is we're looking at is. Yeah. And this is the entire cruise. Unlike any other itinerary you will do, whether it's Mediterranean, whether it's Caribbean, uh, it, this is unlike any other itinerary Absolutely. in terms of the absolute amazing natural beauty. So worth the cost. So worth the experience. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I can't wait to do it again. And Craig is doing something. What is Craig doing? Craig is adjusting a camera. He's zooming into something. What are you zooming into, Gregory? Just getting a little scenery. Cut to you. Well, not to me anymore, but... Well, cut to whatever. Oops, that's that's Sean. Sean. That's Sean. But he's nice, too. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Oh. There we go. I hope no one's motion sickness. Yeah. Has that. yeah. <laughs> um, and I'll tell you something. The other nice thing about the, uh, the Disney cruise to Alaska is the entire thing really takes place on the inside passage. And, and what that means is that you're pretty much... Always, oh, there's somebody's beer. Um, you're pretty much always between, like, you're, you're traveling between land. So the water is really, really calm. There's not a lot of rough seas. Some cruise lines do the outside passage, which is open sea, and it's very rough. Um, but this has been a fantastic, uh, a, a very smooth, easy cruise. No, I have and to take Dramamine every night of a Caribbean cruise, and I don't need it here. So, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. So if you're somebody who's prone to motion sickness, this is a much it's easier really smooth seas to, to tolerate. But uh, I think that will do it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Des Unplugged. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for following us along as we, as we do these amazing destinations. And as always, remember, open your mind, explore the world. See you next week. Thanks. 